Every household knows in uncertain times, times of inflation, times of war, you establish your priorities and you budget wisely. You spend wisely. So how did the Liberals do with their first budget since re-election last fall? The first since a deal with the NDP on support for spending matters and policy priorities. Turns out they have a lot of money to spend. They've had a huge revenue windfall of late. So how are they going to spend it? About $56 billion in new spending over six years is what it adds up to, an emphasis on affordability, growth. We'll get to why shortly about affordability, specifically with billions on housing, billions for a national dental care program for lower income Canadians, billions for defense, and much more. I'll let the politicians deliver their spin. Here's Finance Minister Christia Freeland. We need housing that is affordable for everyone and investments that ensure an entire generation is not priced out of owning a home. We need to fight climate change so that we can leave our children with a livable planet. We need to face up to the sins of our past and ensure that Indigenous peoples in this country are able to live dignified and prosperous lives. We need a health care system that allows people to see a doctor or a dentist and to get mental health care too. And the reply from interim Conservative leader Candace Bergen. We are seeing taxes go up, which in the end, Canadians, everyday Canadians, will be paying for. And we're seeing a housing program announced, as in typical uh, liberal fashion, that will actually result in not one house built or one house purchased this year. Well, the devil's in the details, of course. My next guest has seen a lot of federal budgets. He's no fan of liberal spending. So how does this one rate? Joining me now is Post Media Ottawa Bureau Chief John Iveson. Thanks for being here. No problem, Ben. So uh, first reaction, what do you think? Are we, uh, is it a good budget? It was actually very surprising. Um, it, uh, everybody expected an NDP budget. It turns out to be an, a budget that perhaps will appeal to many Conservatives. Uh, it's, it, at least in comparison to its its predecessors, it's relatively prudent and responsible, in my opinion. So winners and losers is always the question, at least winners. Um, who comes out who comes out ahead here and, and what have what are the liberal the liberal government what is the liberal government focused on? Well, to be sure the NDP demands are in there. The the dental care for it's starting off with under twelves and eventually moving to seniors and people on low income. Um, a lot of their the housing measures that the NDP were pressing for are in there. But I would say the NDP are certainly not winners in this. I mean, the, the budget, a lot of those measures were overshadowed by uh, a, a mood of caution on the part of Christian Freeland. And, you know, it surprises me to say that about a Liberal finance minister because we haven't seen a lot of caution or prudence from, uh, from the Liberals in the last seven years. But I think the uncertainty on the geopolitical front uh, when it comes to inflation and when it comes to Canada's long-term economic performance all of these measures have, have combined to create a mood of um, uncertainty and I think a sense that things have to change. You know, so, for example, um, in most previous years, when there's been a windfall of revenue, uh, the government has just spent it on social programs. In this case, we're seeing surging inflation in commodity prices that have produced, produced a, what the budget says is an $85 billion windfall over the next five years. Uh, it does not spend that money. Actually, uh, there is spending, but it's nowhere close to to the full amount. And we're actually seeing the the uh, the one fiscal anchor that the government 
subscribes to, which is the debt to GDP ratio, continues to uh, to head downward. Um, and just to, to, to finish off on that, I think part of the reason for that is that obviously we're seeing the Bank of Canada uh, signal it's going to increase interest rates. Uh, we probably by uh, 0.5 of a percentage point in the next week. Um, if the government was then to go out and spray money around like a, with a fire hose, it would be act at cross purposes to what the bank is doing. So I think there is an effort to be uh, to act in concert with the bank rather than against it. Will he want to be angered by this budget? Uh, yeah, probably Jagmeet Singh. I, th- I think he's been, <laughs> I think he's been uh, sold a bill of goods. To be honest, um, you know, I think that they've got some of the things that they wanted, but there are a whole bunch of things in here that they're not going to be happy about, and yet they've already signed up for them. So, um, so I, I think that uh, the NDP are not going to be particularly happy. I think a lot of the people who voted for the Liberal Party might turn around and go, hold on a minute, in your platform last fall, you promised $78 billion of new investment, things like $400 million to modernize the CBC, <coughs> excuse me, $6.5 billion to, uh, to improve long-term care homes. None of that stuff is in the budget. Now, there are, there's a somewhere around $62 billion worth of new spending over the next five or six years in the budget. But it's not the same stuff that the, the Liberals promised last fall. For example, there's uh, around $8 billion worth of new defence spending, which was not mentioned by the Liberals last year. So I, I do think there'll be some discontent from, uh, from some on the Liberal left. Tell me a bit about the defense spending, because that was going to be, that became a pressing issue, obviously, with the invasion of Ukraine. How has that manifested itself in the budget? Well, it's not particularly spelled out how the money will be spent. And, and it's not a transformative amount of money at this stage. Um, but the Liberals have basically treated de- the defense file with benign neglect at this point. They did do a, a um, defense review in 2017, but it didn't provide a lot of political direction. And essentially, it just gave more money to fund the things that Conservatives had already ordered in, in the shape of uh, ships and planes. What they've said now is that there is an extra $6 billion in new money uh, to be used on continental defence. But I think more importantly, they've signalled uh, a strategic review to look at the resources that are available and the roles and the responsibilities uh, of, the, of the federal government. And that might produce the kind of transformative spending increases that uh, many are calling for that would take Canada closer to the 2% figure of uh, GDP that it has signed up for as a member of NATO. At the moment, this, these uh, increases would probably take them to somewhere around 1.5%. Housing, I know, was another big issue uh, that was going to be tackled in this budget. Uh, what have we seen? And, and I, I gather there's a foreign buyer's uh, ban to some extent. Uh, how do you think that'll land? Yeah, I think that this is probably the one area where the government is actually doing what it said it was going to do in its election platform and what it said it was going to do in its agreement with the NDP. So we are there are a whole bunch of initiatives from um, uh, first home buyers uh, help. There's a there's a, a new tax a new tax free savings fund for first time home buyers. There is a a ban on um, corporations and non residents from buying. Uh, from buying property, although there looks like there is an exemption for students. So it looks like there may be um, some holes in this. You could probably drive a cart and horse through. But uh, in large measure, the housing stuff is what was advertised in the, in the platform. 
you've witnessed a lot of budgets over the years. How would you, as a, how would you assess this one as a, a last word to you, John? Yeah, well, I think, you know, as I said, I was surprised and, you know, I'd almost given up on this liberal government in terms of pragmatism and common sense, but I think they still have the power to surprise us. And I'm, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised in this case. <laughs> that is high praise. That is high praise. <laughs> That's about as good as it's going to get, I can tell you. <laughs> John Iverson, thank you so much. Uh, Post Media Ottawa Bureau Chief John Iverson speaking from Ottawa tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Ben.